money. Let's talk money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Obviously, this is all about money. Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. (laughs) With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money. With Dave and Reb. From more than enough, real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. That is so good. Today's show is pretty exciting. We're going to jump in pretty early because we have a very special guest, which both Reb and I are very excited about. And as is kind of our normal, we're going to keep you in suspense until the housekeeping is all over. So uh, let's start by just uh, uh, giving a shout out to Crosspoint Financial and, and Brent Vandermeer and their team. If you have uh, questions about investing, about stewardship, about um, all things uh, in terms of generating wealth, um, Brent, I'm going to say that, uh, who, Brent, yeah, Brent and his team at Crosspoint Financial are the guys and girls to speak with because that's what they do. That's how they shine. And uh, we are incredibly thankful for them today for sponsoring the show. And their generosity. And their just generosity. Just dropping that word. Yeah, just, just as a pushing that hint, in there. So. Generosity. And we're really thankful that you're here with us today. Uh, and Reb's, uh, I don't know how to work the generosity thing in. So I'll just say I'm thankful for you uh, being here today. <laughs> if there's a, a show that you've missed or you've first time and you've never heard the show, welcome. Uh, we're on YouTube. So if you've found us on YouTube, you can search Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb on YouTube. You will find it. Did you know? that YouTube is like the highest or the biggest search engine out there. I think I heard that recently. Is this one or two, which I didn't know. Anyways, you can find us on YouTube. Uh, you can find us if you're on your podcasting platform anywhere. Search Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. And we're on all the platforms. If we're not on yours, reach out to info at More Than Enough and uh, let us know. We'll get on it. And then, of course, just go to the website, morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, notmine.ca. Those all have the player. So there's no excuse for you to say, I can't find it or I can't listen to Dave and Reb as we talk money. Okay. There we go. So generosity, giving, we've got a great show ahead and this is a two-parter. We have a very special guest and her name is Lori Gunther Reeser. Lori, welcome here. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) She waved. For those of you who can't see her, you can see her if you're on YouTube, but um, you're going to have to say hello, Lori. Hello. I'm glad to be here. (laughs) Okay, thanks for coming and joining us today, because we're going to be digging into a topic that is very close to Lori's heart. But before we go there, I'm going to read a scripture that Dave and I have had on our fridge for many years to keep encouraging us Mm -hmm. in generosity. Um, It's currently not there. And I should have had it memorized by now, but I get all the words flipped around all the time. So I'm going to read it off my phone today. Proverbs 11, 24 to 25. One person gives freely, yet gains even more. Another withholds unduly, but comes to poverty. A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Mm. Now, I don't know the intent of um, Solomon when he wrote these words or how um, the full intent of God... (laughs) instructing us in these things. Um, But I will say that I can't say that I've always felt refreshed when I refresh others. Like when you have five kids running around, you're trying to refresh your kids. It's actually really tiring. So I would say though, 
as I've said today before, overall, there is a refreshing when we can give and be hospitable and generous to others. And I don't believe in this verse, he's talking about actual material things. Like we give, we're going to get material things back. That's not the kind of refreshing or prosperity necessarily that he's talking about. So I Mm -hmm. want to make sure when you hear this, you're not hearing that. Um, But it is an encouragement to have open hands to become people who have the DNA of God, we always Mm. say, and that is a generous piece of him that is within us. Mm. And we want to dig into it in this show with Lori and next week, just about how to have an open hand. Mm. How do we carry out generosity and giving in a time when there's so much um, worry and stress about money and um, I think there's always been worry and stress about money because if there were, Jesus would never have addressed it if there wasn't. Mm-hmm. So he addressed it in Matthew six in one of the places. But anyway, that's another topic. Yeah, there are twenty three hundred and fifty verses that about money talk about money and yes. possessions, but yeah. specifically about worry and money okay. and stuff. I he get does, you. Yeah. Anyway, I wrote a book about it. Anyway, but we're not talking about my book because we're going to talk about Lori's book, and Dave's going to introduce Lori. So, um, by the way, so those of you that are joining us again, um, you've never met Lori, or maybe you have met Lori and you heard about the podcast and you're like, I'm going to chime in and hear. Um, I asked Lori, how do I introduce you? And uh, there's a long list. Lori is uh, just well accomplished in this topic of generosity. So, she said she's been a pastor, an author, a bridge builder, a fundraiser. There was one more. A researcher. That was the other one I wanted on my list. So, we are so excited to have you on. And really... Um, Reb has got a few questions. We're just going to let you go, Lori. Tell us about really how, let's start with just a little bit about yourself and then um, how you got to this place of writing a book. Uh, Reb's going to do a little intro on the book in a minute, but how you got to, I got to write a book and share the story of generosity in the way that you have. So go, Lori, go. (laughs) Well, I wrote a book because I'd written a lot of uh, ac- done a lot of academic writing before. It's a terrible word on the radio, mm. theses, but academic writing. And <laughs> that is a very particular kind of writing that is not accessible. And I had heard stories and I continue to hear stories from so many generous people. It's, it's a blessing and encouragement to me to hear those stories. And I wanted to share them. I want to be a good steward of the stories that have been entrusted to me. So that's why I wrote a book. That's why I wrote a book that's you know, like creative nonfiction that's really accessible because I want people to be able to hear their own stories. So the book that you've written, and I have, um, for those who are watching, it's called Growing a Generous Church, A Year in the Life of Peach Blossom Church. Now, um, you have chosen a, a, a way of expressing what you've learned in your research because you've done a master's and you've done your, um, is it your, your, your divinity? Yeah. My doctorate. Um, Some people don't have the sense to go stop going to school, Reb. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, we are we are taking the full benefit of that. So, I, uh, hey, absolutely. Yes, because what you've done is actually done the research behind giving mm. in the church and what does it look like and things you've learned about how to encourage the body of Christ to be generous. So we're going to dig into that. But can you tell us a little bit about how you have become passionate about this subject and, and a little bit of your story? Because you do have... Um, your doctorate thesis, you did it, you have your master's, like you're well-educated woman. And what got you landed here? What got me landed here? Well, I started my university career studying math, statistics, in fact, and that's how I met my husband. So it was entirely <laughs> worth it. Um, <laughs> and when I was, I was mostly, I was in the co-op program. So that's a great way for you to work as you study. And I was mostly programming computers, actually. But one of those terms, I did something in completely different. And I um, was a peace and conflict studies student, or that was my minor. And I went to, through Mennonite Central Committee, I went to teach English in Egypt, of all places. This was a few decades ago now. And that was a pivot point in my life. I wouldn't be here talking to you today if I hadn't been there then. Like, um, I experienced such generosity and hospita hospitality from people who had far fewer material resources than I did. And that after that, when I graduated, I, I didn't pursue the, the lucrative career in computer programming and instead chose to work for World Vision. Um, and I guess more than that, in terms of the generosity piece, um, that some hilarious donor... Like there's a verse in Second Corinthians that talks about God loves a cheerful giver. But if I can just get all geeky greeky for a second, the word is actually hilarious. Like you could translate it as God loves a hilarious giver. And so you would have to be a hilarious giver to say, hey, here's a math student. Why don't we give her a bursary so she can go teach English? Like that's kind of funny. <laughs> and and that's what happened to me. And so when 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 yeah. I graduated and got married, uh, those things happened pretty pretty close together for me. Um, we 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 my husband and I gave gave that same amount back to to that to to our school so that other people could do the same thing, and we've been paying that one forward for for quite a while now. So it's true what you said yeah. in the beginning about proverbs that when we're generous, we receive more than we get. Maybe not in actual financial mm -hmm. terms. But when we're part of the circle of generosity, of, of giving and sharing what we've received, I mean, we, that's, that's just a tremendous blessing. And I've, so I've, I've had the, the opportunity to be always on the, on the giving and the receiving end. And that's just been a, a really hugely powerful and important part of my life. And I think that it's fundamental to our walk with Jesus, that, that generosity is part of our discipleship. Did you get the full hand you know, waving there too? I hope. I don't. I know that's not going to work so well on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, oh, you're yes. talking to the, the preacher to the choir, but yes. hand motions. Hand motions yeah. are really good for public speakers. It's awesome. Uh, it, it actually is a recognition of how passionate you are about the subject, and mm. I was really excited because I I came across um, I guess an article you had done in Faith Today, and that's actually how I stumbled on your book, and then I called you and. It's just been really um, a privilege to have you come today. But your book is, um, 
I don't know if you mentioned it to me or just now that it's creative nonfiction, which um, you're like, oh, if you're a reader, what does that mean? Um, you have taken um, a fictional church through a year of um, generous learning and giving learning. Um, you uh, have a church um, called Peach Blossom, which is a reference to where you grew up, just like I did in, in the Niagara region with the nice peach blossoms. So, um, which is what I love that we have that like heritage connection and the Mennonite connection. Anyway, that's another story. But you follow this church who's hired like a stewardship, more focused financial pastor. And do you watch them month by month as they meet, as they tackle topics. And um, I just want to encourage listeners, if you want to get a fresh look at giving, you need to pick this book up because I love, Lori, how you talk about giving and generosity and some of the things that have stood out to me in your book, we're actually going to talk about next week. But I, I want to go back a little bit and just read a quote from your book in your introduction. Generosity makes our hearts grow bigger. It strengthens our individual discipleship, builds community through congregational giving, and promotes unity when congregations share resources. It takes learning and practice. All of us are called to be good stewards of everything God has entrusted to us, time, energy, relationships, and every kind of asset. And then you talk about fundraising as a ministry of helping believers become joyful stewards. So you've used that word with me, fundraising. Um, and it's a new word um, that we would normally say is like, well, we're just raising money for a project. But there's more to it, to that word, I think, that you talk about and that you identify with. I know that... Um, you maybe didn't know I was going to ask you this question today, but could you flesh that word out just a little bit for us? Sure, absolutely. A book that's been really important for me is just a short book. It's called The Spirituality of Fundraising by Henry Nowen. And I, I reclaim the, the word fundraising on purpose because I want to be really clear that we're talking about money and that we can talk about money. I say Jesus talks about money. We can, mm -hmm. too. And we're just, we have a, the best, <laughs> the best teacher. And so when we can use the word, I use the word fundraising just to be ultra clear on that, to say, I'm really talking about money. Stewardship is a good word too, as long as we have a really big stewardship word. And you can see I've got my arms like six feet wide now. Um, yep. That includes everything. Because sometimes we use stewardship as a way to not talk about money and that that troubles me. So fundraising is just a really nice, clear word in my mind anyway, to say, yeah, we're actually talking about money here and and it's helping people be generous and sharing what we have and doing that together as a community. This is God's work. This is this is building our relationship. This is strengthening our faith. This is strengthening our connections with, with God and with each other. So it's not that we fundraise and then we get money and then we use that money to you to do ministry. The whole part of growing our hearts and helping all of our prayers and our money go in the same direction. That's, that's, that's ministry right there. Like it's, it starts right at the, like the, it doesn't suddenly magically become ministry when your money gets to a certain place. It starts, it starts well before that. Does that make any sense? Mm -hmm. So this is, yeah, this, it's sure. almost like it's a different word for stewardship. Almost. Yeah. Well, I just want to be, I just want to reclaim money as a word that we can talk about. So that's why I use the word fundraising. 
And you know, well, and it is. And you said that sometimes stewardship is a word um, that causes us to not talk about money. What does that mean? Oh, I have a, a, a model that I use in the book quite a bit called the circle of grace, where I talk about everything belongs to God. I mean, this is, this is not, this will not be new material for you, but everything belongs to God. And when we can gratefully acknowledge God as the giver of every good thing, then we can share. And we, we, we just gratefully say, oh, thank you, God, that I'm able to, when whatever it is, it might not be money. It might be words of encouragement. It might be bread. It might be, I mean, there's all kinds of things that we can share and all kinds of ways that we receive. And so I think gratitude is so important yep. because then we acknowledge that it's God's. I mean, that goes r- way, way back. We can talk about Moses telling the people, hey, don't get too, don't be thinking it's your stuff now and that you've earned it. Because when we do that, I, I'm doing the whole clenched yeah. fist things here. But if we think it's our stuff yeah. and that mine, 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 then we don't share. Then we then we just we just tighten right up. So it's acknowledging God is the, is the source of every good thing that helps us to be generous. And I've just gone off on such Lori talk about the circle of grace that I'm not even sure that I've answered your question, but you're going to tell me if I miss something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did say at the beginning, Lori, just go, Lori, go. This is, I mean, it is so, there's, there's, there's so many things in here. Uh, I mean, you talk about in the book how uh, fear inner, you know, kind of interplays with this whole topic, right? And so, you know, again, uh, some of these words are, are real trigger words and, and and, uh, um, you know, even the, the, the tight fisted clenched part, I mean, those are, those are pictures that we use every day in the language and in, in what we do as we, we, uh, talk about money, as we coach through and, and help people to become free in the area of money. So like, just keep going. <laughs> well, and I mean, throughout your book, you mm-hmm. use that grace model and people will need to go read your book mm-hmm. and we'll give you a link in the show notes where you can get her book. But, um, you use that and you build on the model all through it but but the idea is it is a circle of grace because mm. of God's generosity towards us because of that grace he extends we extend it in action towards others and out of that comes praise and thanksgiving and it's just this circle that keeps moving and it's connected and that's why generosity for you is such a key or thanksgiving and gratitude is such a key to generosity yep. can you just um dig into that one it really is and so when we can like i think that silence and secrecy around money gives money way more power than it deserves so if we just silently expect people give to the budget um instead of telling the stories about the great work that god is that we're participating with that that god is helping us to do through our church through our various ministries but if we just kind of reduce that all to budget, it just, it sucks all the joy out of it. Mm. I'm not saying that budgets aren't important, but that can't be the only way that we talk about money. And when we, when we just talk about people giving to budget, like if it's my money going to the budget, we've just taken God right out of the picture. And what's that about? It has to be about how God is using what we're able to share to strengthen the ministry that we're doing together. And it, and it has to be acknowledging gratefully what we've received and then thanking God for like the generous people. Like because I researched giving, I realized just 
how incredibly generous church people are. And I think we take that for granted. Right. If they were giving that right. amount of money to the cancer society, they they they'd be hearing about it in a, in a different way, maybe. So, I mean, I'm not saying that that's the model that we should follow because we have a better theological model, quite frankly. But if we can rejoice in people's generosity and rejoice in what God has given us to share, that helps us to remind us that this it's that it's a spiritual discipline that we're doing. It's not a means to a spiritual end. It's a spiritual discipline in and of itself. Oh, well, I, we both pause and sigh I, at the same time. <laughs> I, I I love um, that you want to talk about money in the church and that you encourage the church to talk about money. And your book, in fact, gives a template for how we can do that and mm. do it well. And I, I we're going to do it um, next week um, when we talk about it, because one of the most profound things that um, you mentioned is out of a sermon from Augustine of Hippo. And we're not going to talk about it here, but um, because I we need more time next week. But. So if you're listening to the podcast and you're like, uh oh, yeah, Reb is giving like a, a little bit of a, a yeah. foreshadowing yes. of next week. So. so I just love, I love that you want, because I'm a communicator. I'm, I'm still learning how to communicate well. Um, and I probably will die learning how to do it. But um, it's so important. And how do we talk? about money if you can leave a tip or two for listeners today about how they can start on the path maybe of generosity and maybe a tip on how do you start talking about it i mean maybe those are two big questions too big a tip something that you could do right this very day is you could email the finance yeah. person from your church someone on the finance team and say thank you for your ministry thank them yeah. Um, you could you could send out a couple wow. of emails. You could it could be a church leader. It could be your Sunday school teacher from twenty years ago. It doesn't you know it's not limited to one. But the church finance people comes to mind as thanking them for their ministry of of helping people be generous. It's God's work, and the, and they're often unappreciated people. But it's it's um I could start quoting verses on that one too. But that so express your gratitude, share it. Um, to someone that has whose work you appreciate, that would be that would be something that you could do this very this very day, and I, I think that helps us a lot to recognize the generosity that's around us. I, my devotions this morning were Hebrews twelve and the cloud of witnesses. So um, mm. that'd be it. That would be an easy thing that's to beautiful. do. That's beautiful. Yeah. I was yeah, just going to say that's uh, easy, practical, and uh, probably by the time we're done the podcast, if you're sitting on your phone, you can do that without, <laughs> without too much trouble, right? So, yeah. So if if that expression of gratitude, what what about what about to the person who's listening and says, "I'm just tight fisted. I know it." I, I ignore that part of myself. I know um, I don't understand giving. I don't understand, you know, the conversation around tithing. What would you say to them today that would be one, one step towards um, that um, generous living? Uh, four words. Lord, help me be generous. It, it's not, we don't, it, this isn't something that we have to do on our own. It's a, it's a spiritual discipline and, and, we are relying on God, the source of every good thing to help us. So praying, Lord, help me be generous would be, a, I mean, that's, that's like praying to be patient. You better watch out. 
but uh, I, I, <laughs> I don't have too much confidence in my own wisdom, but I'm exceedingly confident in the goodness of God. And, and mm. it's something that we pray about. I think generosity and prayer are both spiritual disciplines. And, I, and one of the ways that I explain this is that being generous is helping our money follow our prayers, especially as a church collectively. It, it's a way to do that, but individually as well. So when we talk about loving our neighbor and praying for our neighbor, our generosity is a way to, you know, put our, you know, put our prayers into action and just line up everything. So that would say, the Lord, help well, that, me to be generous prayer would be where I would start. Yeah, start. Yeah. I, think, I think that's a really good, uh, I'm going to jump in. If sure. that's all, I mean, I, th I just think it's really good. Oh, Lord, what am I praying about right now? Like, what's on my heart to pray about? And as I'm investing in prayer, then are you talking to me about my wallet? Are you talking to me about how I can invest money into, into those prayers? I love what you said there, Lori, about, you know, having your money or your, 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 your resources follow your prayers and, and, mm -hmm. you know, looking at that and just going, Hey, we could just start there. What is on my heart? What did I pray this morning as I got up or, um, you know, as I uh, started my day, the things that are on my heart to pray and then to just ask, is there a way that I can be generous in that? Is there a way that I can actually invest more, more than just prayer? Not that prayer isn't enough. Don't get me wrong on that one, but just that I can say, oh, there's more that we need to do. And, and but, I think, but just at the end here, I want to throw in the thought that sometimes when I'm praying for people or even like about their Ukraine or mm -hmm. now, you know, mm -hmm. the, the big Turkey earthquake mm -hmm. that's happening, you know, we sit down and pray, but it, indeed, I get convicted. Oh, I'm praying for provision or care, but am I willing to put my money where my mouth and heart mm -hmm. and my prayers are? And I, I almost think we can't do one without the other in these cases. At least that's my personal conviction. So... I'm just leaving that here so, at the end of the... So as we come to the end, thank you, Lori. We're going to have you back next week. So don't go anywhere, right? So we're going to do that. But uh, a couple of things just in review. One is, is, you know, if you're starting this journey of um, giving this discipline of generosity as we're, we're talking about, you know, sending an email to, to those people that maybe serve in the church in the area of money and saying, thank you, thank you. Um, and then as well, as we just said, look at your prayers and say, is there something that I'm praying about that I'm investing in prayer, but I haven't invested um, financially or I haven't invested in a, in, a, in a practical way, maybe that's something the Lord is actually talking to you. Um, and, and then follow your heart, follow your prayers with, uh, with your generosity mm -hmm. and just see how the Lord supplies and leads and all of that. And uh, amazing. So we, we do have to wrap up this week. So Lori is going to be back next week. So Rev's already dropped a little bit of foreshadowing. I want to give a shout out to Brent Vandermeer and the team at Crosspoint Financial. Again, thank you for sponsoring the show and partnering with us and, and sharing what you have so that we can bring the show to you. And uh, join us next week when we, we talk, talk money. money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.